So the next concept we're going to be discussing is the democratic link. And what is it that we mean by the democratic link? So when you go to the voting bowls and you vote, you cast the national vote for who it is that you want to represent you in the National Assembly, and you cast a provincial vote for who it is that you want to represent you in the National Council of Provinces. So as voters, you pick which political party you want representing you in Parliament. And that political party then forms a link between the voters and the legislator. And this is the particular system when we talk about a system of party governance. <clears throat> At the moment, as things stand, you have to be a member of Parliament in order, so you have to be a member of a political party in order to be a member of parliament. So if an individual wants to run for office and are willing to bet, like most of you, they're not a member of a political party, then they won't be able to run for office. But this statement has to be qualified because of a new judgment, a fairly recent judgment that has come out that hasn't come into effect yet. That's why the law hasn't changed, but it's very important for our purposes because government has been given 24 months within which to fix the law. And in New Nation Movement, we had a group of applicants bringing the president to court because of the fact that the Electoral Act, as things currently stand, they argued violated Section 19.3b of the Constitution. And Section 19.3b of the Constitution speaks to the right of in, uh, the right of people to hold public office. Well, it doesn't specifically mention individuals, and so that was what the case turned upon, whether the right to hold public office referred to the right to hold public office when belonging to a political party, whether the right to hold office refers to the right to hold office, and you could potentially hold office as an individual as well. And so what the Constitutional Court said, well, there were three different judgments, including a dissenting judgment, but in the in the main judgment, what the first judgment, what the Constitutional Court said was that this provision of the Electoral Act violated the right to freedom of association. So the court looked at international law and the court looked at foreign law and the court said as far as international law and foreign law is concerned, the right to freedom of association includes the right not to associate with who you do not want to associate with. And so the court found that if the state compels an individual to associate with a particular political party or to establish one, then they don't have the right to freedom of association and then the right to freedom of association has been violated. And so the court found that Section 193B included the right of an individual to run for public office. And so in a second judgment, what the court looked at was the historical context in South Africa where black people were denied the right to vote and they were denied the right to uh, be elected into public office so they couldn't serve as a member of the legislature, as a member of parliament by virtue of the fact that they were black. So the court looked at this historical context and the court also said that when you look at the language of 193b, the court needs to interpret it as generously as possible, that means as broadly as possible. And so in the second judgment, the court also holds that section 193b has been violated. You do not need to know the dissenting judgment. And for your purposes, I know it's a prescribed case, but you need to know the case only so far as it has been discussed now.